Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. Where I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Canadian viewers and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. It is the RP Show. It's hour two. It's a little different look than you're used to. No palm trees, no slot machines. No, we're live at the Bears Paw Golf Club just outside Calgary, Alberta. And it is the Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic. The Celebrity Golf Classic with a lot of celebrities on hand. And uh, we appreciate Rocky Mountain Rotary for extending the invitation to bring the show out here. Make some new friends. Spend some time. Uh, a little golf. And I'll be emceeing the supper later on tonight on a very busy sports night. We've covered an unbelievable amount of ground so far in the program through Hour 1. If you missed it, you're going to want to go back and watch through the PVR or... Uh, the podcast, whoever you may be consuming today's program. We're going to bring in right now our good friend, Lee Genier. Have we figured out yet, Lee, what your title is with the RP show? Chief Bottle Washer. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Yeah. I appreciate uh, you holding the fort down in Calgary and also you and Moose setting things up. Moose is just over here, by the way. He's not too far away. He's a busy kid. He's dusting off his clubs to golf here this afternoon. But I just want to, for those that, that missed an hour ago, Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final goes tonight. Colorado looking to go up three games to none with a win at the Lightning. We'll get back into that. Um, our poll question today, today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies. Can or will the Lightning even get back into this thing? Over 60% of respondents saying, no, they're not even going to get back into it. This is over. Uh, we talked about week two in the CFL. We'll get back into that here with Lee. Uh, the Montreal Grand Prix. Blue Jays winning over the Yankees 10-9 to salvage that series, and the Jays are at the White Sox tonight. And then the Memorial Cup opens tonight. My guilty pleasure, junior hockey is my favorite sport, brand of hockey, Monday night, Hamilton versus St. John on TSN, 4 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Eastern. So, Lee, of all that, I just want to ask you about the Montreal Grand Prix. I didn't watch it. I could have. I think it started at noon Mountain yesterday. Yeah, something like that. I mean... You You're the pre- big fan. Pre- I am. Pre-game. There's the pre-game show and the big race. 338,000 people. Three, Sorry, let's say it again. 338,000 people. That's more than the entire CFL season of people. It, it, it actually is, when you think about it, because we were kicking that around this morning. And by the way, I'm not, I want to get your take on the Stanley Cup playoffs in a second. Um, uh, Adam... Watching in Hamilton says, can we talk about Matt Dunnigan's beard? It's a thing of beauty. We've talked about it before. I don't like it. But I don't judge people based on their appearance nor make comments. Way to go, Matt. Uh, Just doesn't look like him. But I'm not. Back to the thing. 
with the Grand Prix. 338,000 people. Lee's right. At 30,000 fans a game for a CFL team, 10 games a year, that's 300,000. They packed that many in there in one day. And you've been following this for years. Is that that's not new for Montreal to do that? No, that's a regular crowd for uh, for an F one, right? So it's amazing, amazing for a Canadian event, right? So great weather yesterday. I think it was twenty twenty two degrees. I had a bunch of friends there that were out um, selfies everywhere. So uh, the rain stopped Saturday. Obviously, they had a bunch of rain, which caused a bunch of issues. But yeah, Max Verstappen full position and. He took it all the way to the finish. Well, and everybody knew that he was going to win. I've called him the Connor McDavid of Formula One racing. It's he's literally running away with things, but apparently they're okay with that. So yeah, he's like the Michael Schumacher back in the day. It's, but this is what I think all sports need to do, not just the CFL. The NHL's got it down. The NFL has had it down for quite some time, and that is the party. I said it last hour. Kentucky Derby. I haven't been there. What is it? It's ninety seconds long, isn't it? The Kentucky Derby. But the party's hours yeah, in the interior, right? In the interior of the track, right? Yeah. I've heard about it. It's legendary. I've been to now LPGA golf events, probably one day PGA events, and I didn't want to go, but I went because I had to do that. I was doing my show at it, and I showed up at the CP Women's Open. I'm like, this ain't a golf tournament. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's when, about the show. It's all about the party. When's the CFL going to get that? Figure that out. Well, I think some teams have it, and they're trying to get back to that. And I think if they want to be successful is, you know, you show up at 8 in the morning on a game day and you tailgate, you have a lot of fun. Uh, I've seen it. I've been part of it. And they just need to get back to that. And every game needs to be a party and the place to be. Right, right now, it's not. And that, as far as I'm concerned, this Saturday, it's the Stamps and the Elks here in Calgary, and we plan to go. The list of celebrities, by the way, I read them off near the end of hour one as we open hour two. Here's who's golfing today. Some of the celebrities in this Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic. It's impressive. Country music recording star Gord Bamford. NHL alum, Flames alum, Renee Corbet, who again married a gal from Milestone, Saskatchewan, Jennifer Spencer. Her dad was the RCMP guy there. NHL linesman Mike Civic. Jordan Eberle, the Seattle Kraken. Rough Riders alum Jeff Fairholm. Flames alum Theo Fleury, Martha Angelina. Curtis Glencross, Chris Kalanos, Brent Cron, Jason LaBarbera, Olympian Catriona LeMaidone, former Winnipeg Jet Morris Lukowicz, Lanny McDonald, Bo Levi Mitchell, Curler John Morris, former Vancouver Canuck Brendan Morrison, former Flames Joel Otto, Colin Patterson. It goes on and on and on. Natasha Staniszewski is going to be with us in moments. Natasha Staniszewski, everybody knows her. But uh, Dwayne Sutter's another. Well, you can't swing a bag of cats without hitting a Sutter around here. Is that okay, Moose? If I say that, that's <laughs> right on the line. You can't swing a bag of cats without hitting a sutter. And I think Pee Wee Smith is on that list. I didn't see Pee Wee Smith. Oh, it's the very hey, Pee Wee Smith's here. Jake Mayer of the Stampeders, broadcaster Jock Wilson. I say this with all respect because Calgary's been so great to our show, myself, Darren, you. But after they lost to the Oilers, I worried about Calgary for weeks. I didn't hear anything out of, out of Calgary. I was starting to wonder if Calgary was still there. Nothing. Yeah. Not was, even moaning nor, nor complaining. Nothing. Yeah. It's a big hangover. It was a letdown for sure. We all talk about the goal. And uh, I, I think everybody expected Calgary to win. I, I did. I was disappointed. But life goes on. Well, I said it to uh, 
Sheldon Lasham last hour that uh, w- that we were in Florida when it went down. Actually, we were at the Centennial Cup. That's where we were in Estevan watching it. And with all the hockey people, they all felt that it was a goal. But it was because they were so dominated by the Oilers in five games that you can't even blame the goal. No, right? you can't focus on the one goal for sure. I think I don't think the series went as bad as we thought it did. I think uh, it was probably a few turning points, and that series would have maybe looked a little different. Yeah, so to tonight's Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final, um, with Colorado just rolling, they've won seven in a row. I think they're 14-2 and two in these Stanley Cup playoffs. People are saying that, no, Tampa Bay, they're done, and that the orders would have put a, you know, didn't put up any better of a fight than the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know if that, that's true or not, but what, what do you see happening tonight and the rest of the way in this series? Well, they got to come back in a big way. I mean, after losing 7 nothing uh, the other night, they got to come back in some heart. They're going back to, to Tampa in their own home arena. Their fans, I think it's going to be a much different game. I'm going to go with Tampa winning tonight. Yeah, well, I hope you're right. 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, I'm trying to disseminate the viewer comments are coming in here. I'm trying to keep it between Lee and I as much as I can here. And that's on me. But, I mean, Lee's 20 years with the Stampeders. He also worked with the Calgary Flames. Saskatchewan Rush won a championship, CEBL. Um, It's hard to expect that a series momentum would change based on the venue and a day off in between games. Tampa better hope that it does. But, you know, how how do you respond from a... Ass kicking like that. Well, I think John Cooper has got to, you know, on that. I, I would have liked to have been a, a fly on the, on the on the plane on the way home after and uh, in the locker room. So I mean, he's got to get them fired up. And I mean, you know, I think nothing better than a seven nothing loss will do that to you. I mean, you've been embarrassed. You're going back. You've just won, you know, two straight Stanley Cups. So you know what? They have it in them, and um, you never count them out, right? No, no lead is safe as we know. Well, anybody, I think, as it pertains to hockey, I'll just use that term. As a coach, I think you'd rather lose 6 nothing than, and know you were not even in the game, than lose 2-1 and think, oh, if we just had this break or that break. They were, they were just, they were embarrassed. Yeah, there'll right? be some desperation hockey tonight and guys coming out hitting hard, and you're going to you'll probably see a real physical game tonight. From Weed and Wrestling in the chat, says, now I don't feel... As bad as an Edmonton fan that Colorado swept us. Colorado is even better than the defending champions. Well, they're two wins away from actually proving that. To the, hey, uh, to the CFL here from our viewers. That is a Monday, and we are now in the throes of the CFL season. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I was a little disappointed at the attendance in Edmonton on Saturday night. I thought they had over 30,000 in season tickets. It was 21,000 and change. Um... Randy from Winnipeg says, what was the CFL attendance this weekend? There's a Twitter account. I think it's called CFL attendance and it tracks it every, it's not that hard, but it was 21,000 and change for the game in Edmonton with Saskatchewan there. The Hamilton game, they were all over 20,000 except for Toronto, Montreal, which they announced is 12,000. And I'd rather talk about the games than the attendance. By the way, it's 11-11 Mountain, everybody. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Your dreams are coming true. I like that. 11-11. I like that. Um, any thoughts on that? Like, the, the, the games have been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know what? That's The games have been great. I mean, you look at Calgary coming back from 24. That's the largest deficit in CFL history. And Is that confirmed? Yeah. The biggest one was... Uh, 
1974, I think it was a Ryder game. I actually come back from 21 down. So I did look it up in the break. So um, great comeback and winning in overtime. I mean, those are the kind of legendary games. Um, I know there was probably a lot of broken hearts in Hamilton, but you know what is at the end of the game, you saw Bo go up to the panel and he gave him the sign and um, that's great. I mean, that's the way a game should end is, you know what, you're down, you come back and you win in overtime. Love it. Well, from a CFL perspective, and you're a Stamps fan, so there's that. But I mean, again, I was flying here from Orlando and listening to the game. There's, you can just strong enough Wi-Fi to be able to listen to the radio or digital streaming. So I was listening to it, and I think it was 24 to 3 at the half. Yeah. Had been at one point 24 nothing. And the media is saying, can we hit 60? Can we do this? And, you know, the criticism of Bo continued. And then I don't know what. How are you on halftime adjustments? Because clearly Calgary did something. Yeah, I'm huge on. I've seen, you know, and been part of many teams with, huge halftime adjustments and i think that's where you go in and it's a gut check and you know is what you have to change and and the nuances you make in in the second half and i've seen a completely different team come out in the second half for so many games i don't think we've had it's only been two weeks into the cfl season but i don't think we've had one sellout and to be honest you were discussing before the show here about the hall of fame game um, I'd like to see the ceremony televised. What they, the induction, you were saying, again, I listened on the radio. I didn't see the TSN broadcast, but they did a nice enough job of honoring the inductees at, at the game. At halftime, but yeah. It, it was, should be sold out. Yeah, and I mean, there was an, an event the night before, and then it, absolutely, right, is all these games, and especially your, your Hall of Fame games, should be sold out for sure, so. I mean, the, the whole upper deck in, in Hamilton was empty from what I could see. A little disappointing, but, you know, I look at all the crowds across the CFL, and I'm a big business guy on that, on that side, and I see an announced attendance number and, and what the actual is, right, as well. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to hide what, what you see. Your, yeah, eye, well, your like eye, I say, eyes don't deceive you. Like I say, I don't know, and Natasha Stanishevsky coming up uh, in the next segment. I don't know if the CFL's missed the boat. There's two schools of thought. You can say that nothing is hopeless and anything that's been created can be recreated or anything that's done can be undone. Or there are other schools of thought in life that it, once it's gone, it's gone. And it's not coming back. You mentioned the reception the night before the induction. I've been at it at Tim Hortons Field. I think they call it the Black and Gold Club. I was uh, actually had occasion to dine with Russ Jackson and Baba Vilovich, asked them to pose for a photo, and they graciously did. That's in the realm of being at an event with Jean Beliveau and Maurice Richard. Yeah. Right. Why why has it lost its luster compared to what it used to be? Well, I think there should have been more, you know, obviously the, the, the Hall of Fame is kind of done away. You know, it just resides in Hamilton. There's no official, I'm going to say, director of the Hall of Fame now. That's kind of went away with, I know Mark Noble used to head that up. Um, Our good friend. Yeah. And so things have changed, and I'm sure predicated on budgets and things like that. But again, maybe this game should be later in the season, and you need to build up to it, right? So I generally, this game was always in September, the Hall of Fame, because I've, I've hosted a few of them. Um, and that's generally a good time that you build up, and you, you, know, you have a big gala dinner, and uh, you made a big deal about it. I mean, you look at the class. Henry Burris, Nick Lewis, John Huffnagel, uh, Doug Mitchell, Will Johnson. Um, you know, just a huge lineup of, of individuals going in there. So 
it um, it it deserves more. And like I said, if you you know when you look at the NFL um hall of fame it's an event in itself right so again about the show it's all about the show make it a show adam and hamilton's watching and he says the upper decks always look empty in hamilton because of all the party spots around the stadium and that might be true i haven't been at tim hortons for a while i'll take your word for it adam that i again i could go in and look up what the attendance was but i don't believe it was a sellout but i mean i sit every august and watch that Pro Football Hall of Fame induction in Canton. It's always the Saturday night, yeah. right? The Hall of Fame games a couple nights before. That's the problem with the CFL. They keep moving it all different times of the year. It's similar to the draft. There needs to be some consistency there. Anyways, we'll take a break, and I believe Natasha Staniszewski is ready to go and joining us next here from the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic at Bears Paw Golf Club. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube live streaming, and you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, you are looking live at the driving range here at Bears Paw Golf Club. It is the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic. And of all the list of celebrities, and I have it right here in my hands, the one that we are all the most excited to have join us is Natasha Staniszewski. She joins us. How are you doing, Natasha? What an intro. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the one Sheldon that like, offered up for sure. Okay. Ebs is going to roll by. Awesome. Maybe Bo Levi. But everybody's excited to have you here. How are you, by the way? I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm happy to be here. But I noticed I'm the only woman. Almost. Quote, unquote, celebrity. Good on you uh, for is doing Is there it. another one? We, gotta fi- we have to uh, fix yes. that. Catriona LeMay-Dell. Oh, excellent. Another okay. Saskatoon gal. There's got to be more lady golfers out there. But okay, that's good to hear. I'm I haven't seen that. her yet. <laughs> but I'm sure she'll be. Or you guys have to. Have you uh, had occasion to interview her before? Be I've never her? interviewed her, but I saw her speak at the Hall of Fame dinner a few months ago. The Canadian Sports Hall of Fame. I'd never She's heard her coolest. speak before. She's awesome. Yeah, I was riveted the whole time. Just effortless and natural and motivating. She was great. Another Calgarian by way of Saskatoon who's done great things. And what is she? She's the executive director of the Calgary Sports. Sports Hall of Fame. Canadian. That's Cheryl Bernard. Oh, yeah. Anyways, back to you, Natasha. (laughs) So your first official gig was interviewing Randy Ambrosi when he came through town. That looked like you had a lot of fun doing that. Yes, they threw me right into it. It was great. I uh, had Randy on my podcast a few months ago, so I'd met him before, so he and I had chatted before, and, and he's a usually pretty easy guy to interview. So yes, that was my second day on the job with the Flames and the Stamps. <laughs> a little interview with the commish um, and off and running. An absolutely radical shift, I would think, in how you do business. I mean, you're used to working late nights, TSN Sports Center. How's that changed your clock? It's taking a while. I'm still yeah. adjusting. I mean, I've never been a morning person to begin with, um, but yeah, it's still strange to be trying to go to sleep at 10 or 11 instead of 2 or 3 a.m. like I used to. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there to a more kind of 9 to 5 clock. Well, you're really proving your versatility because as the sports center anchor, we all know what you do there. And uh, <laughs> I could say I feel like I know you, but I do know you from the Saskatoon days. But I'm a 
big sports center fan watching all the time. Now to this, where you're focusing on NHL and CFL, but not this wide range of sports. Well, basically every other sport. Mm-hmm. So how's that been for you? It's strange. It's It's been good. Yeah. I've always wanted to work for a team, uh, but it's for sure it's definitely different. You need to get to know the players that much better, the workings of the team, the history, all the little details that you don't necessarily need to know when you're on the desk covering yeah. a whole bunch it's of totally sports. totally different. <laughs> right? It is totally different. So I'm learning a lot. It's, um, yeah, I, it's just been a long time since I reported what I mostly was on the desk at TSN. So I feel like I'm learning again. Isn't like, it I'm exciting learning. though? It's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean... The Stamps are off to a 2-0 start, which is great. I went on my first road trip on the weekend uh, to Hamilton. The game did not look good for them in the beginning, but they pulled off the win in overtime, and it's fun. It's been really fun. Well, and that's what's exciting for me, too, in Calgary. Clearly, they've been great to you. They've been wonderful to me. Beginning tomorrow, we're going to be back at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino for a weeks-long stint, Calgary's entertainment destination. So, yeah, it's exciting to learn new things. But I guess I should have known that you were going on the road. What was that like? With the team, was that a first? That was a first. Yeah, that was a first road trip. It was, it was great. We flew on the little charter, which I'm not used to. I, I was a little bit stressed out about it. But there was once you get there, I'm stressed out about everything. But once you get there, there's more time than you think, I guess. Right? Then it's kind of hurry up and wait. But I just, you don't want to be the guy that's missing the plane at eight in the morning. Like I said, I'm not a morning person. But that was all fine, and then we got there, um, and then you've got a little free time, and then all of a sudden it's it's game day, and, and it's go time. And after that, it's, yeah, it's go, 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 and fun. We would be remiss if we didn't mention, can I say your predecessor, Alana Nolan? Of She's course. so cool. Of course. Yeah, and it's a bit of a trailblazer, and I've kept in touch with Alana. We all know she's out in Toronto now doing her thing, but... Uh, she did such a great job. Mm-hmm. Did that make things easier for you to come in? Well, unfortunately, her? we didn't have a lot of overlap. It wasn't time. a big overlap. No, yeah. because when I started, I started on the Flames run. This, the CFL season hadn't really started. So, I mean, I tried to pick her brain as best as I could, but I honestly, I, I do wish she was still around a little bit. I wish I could yeah. have job shadowed her a little bit longer because I, yeah, there's a lot of questions I still have. I'm not sure how she did a lot of her things, but like you said, um, Everyone talks so highly about her and uh, a trailblazer as well. She yeah. was just a great, great gal. Now, she is from Edmonton, as are you. <laughs> She's like, sure am. Keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gone over here? It's, I mean, <laughs> working for the, the so-called enemy is strange, but everyone has been so nice and so welcoming that it's been awesome. It's, it's taken a while to get used to being surrounded by red. That is strange. But, I mean, living in Calgary, I'm just really happy to be back in Alberta, back, you know, closer. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, closer to my family. Uh, I, have, I, never, I mean, I moved around so much in my career, but I never lived in Calgary. It just never worked out that way, and I always wanted to try it. And so I thought this was a good opportunity just to try a different city, be closer to the mountains, and still close enough to my family in Edmonton that I could see them a lot more often than I did in Toronto. So, so far, it's been awesome. It seems like the perfect fit. And I think when they announced it, we were all like, ooh, that just... That seems good. Good. For both sides. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, from the viewers, if you don't mind, um, Andrew Stout, a Quebecer watching, says, Bonjour, Natasha. You were one of my favorite personalities on TSN. Thank you for being such a dynamic and innovative woman. Merci. Uh, BW in Edmonton says, I love Natasha's cooking. 
social media shows. Where did you get your love for the kitchen? I, my mom just cooked and baked a lot uh, as a kid. And I just always kind of watched her and I'm not a great chef, to be honest. Not like I really need to work on that. Please put those fries on a cookie sheet and put them in the oven. <laughs> But What's all wrong I can with that? Hard about that? Is make good fries, make good wedges. But no, I yeah. do love baking. I love trying different recipes. I don't know. In my family, we always we always have cake. We always have dessert. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's just the way it is. So that's where I got. Of it from. all the things you've done in your career, what is that commercial? The one that people remember the most? People still. I'll be walking across the street, and somebody will yell, "Where are the wedges? Did you forget the wedges?" Like yeah. they. It always comes up still, and it's been a really long time. Tells you that it was successful. I guess, yeah. It's funny because in this town, you don't have to be here very long before you hear the name Ed Whalen. As a matter of fact, the broadcast booth is named after him, and I think the media lounge too. But Ed Whalen, back in the day, told me, he's like, Rod, of all the things I did, the only thing anybody remembers is Stampede Wrestling. (laughs) And I'm not sure you're even old enough to remember him on there. No. You do, Lee, right? Ed Whalen, ring-a-ding-dong-dandy. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Hi, Natasha. I didn't know that you have a podcast. What's it called? I do have a podcast, but it's actually over. I think it's it's coming to an end. Yes, I did some work uh, with a gambling company called Come On. I mean, the episodes are still up. I'm just not sure we're going to be doing any more. But if you search Come On, uh, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come On Official, we had uh, worked with them for a period of time, too. Now, I would assume with your stamps and flames work that that wasn't going to continue. I wouldn't think, but I guess Uh, that's in limbo, is it? Yeah. We'll call mm-hmm. it limbo, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. I'm listening to the radio this morning, driving out here to the golf course, and they're talking about NHL free agency. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I would think you love is hockey, hockey, hockey. Am I correct in that? I do love my hockey. I do love my hockey. Is that number I, one? Hockey's always been my favorite. Yeah, it was very exciting to jump in on the Flames run. Uh, I think everybody thought they would go a little bit further. I don't. I don't think anybody thought the Flames and Oilers were actually going to end up playing each other in the playoffs. Uh, but yes, hockey is hockey's my number one. Well, to be honest, you came to town just as we were leaving and wrapping up our three-month stint at Grey Eagle. And what I sensed in this community was a lot of people really wanted the Oilers. They, Flames fans were cheering for the Oilers against L.A. to get them in round two. And I'm like, I don't think you want that, but I'll just, I'm new here, so I'll just yeah. and be careful what you wish for, right? And that's what's different about your job now. You didn't really have to interview anybody on the Sports Center desk. Those couldn't have been easy interviews. Right. Well, I, so... Uh, fortunately, I'm I'm second in line, sort of on the flame side. Brendan Parker right. is the main Saskatoon guy. guy. That's right. Yes. So I didn't have to do any of those really tough interviews. Thank goodness, because you're right. I imagine they would be uh, very difficult to do. So what are they going to have you? So I'm doing it. So the football is my my main gig now. Mm. It's all football all the time. And then when football ends, I will help out on the hockey side if Brendan never ever needs it. But I think even there's like a development camp coming up for the Flames. They wanted some help there, so just kind of helping on the hockey side wherever I can. Well, I'm glad I asked. Yeah, I mostly know. it's going to be football. Well, yeah. then perfect. Arlen Bruce the third is watching. He's in Edmonton, and he says, Ms. Natasha, who do you have? In the Grey Cup this year, and who do you have winning it? Oh, geez. I don't like making predictions because... No, you, but nobody remembers. I mean, just so you know, nobody wrong. ever remembers. 
I mean, the Stamps are 2-0. and I, I don't know why I wouldn't pick the team I'm working for right now. I mean, they've had some... They've given up a lot of points. There's there's some things they need to work on there, but uh, there are a lot of positive things on that team. A lot yeah. of a lot of veterans. Uh, they know how to win, so I'll put my money on the stamps. Well, Why you not? know what well, you have to you have to. I'm pretty but what's, sure I do. Yeah, but what's funny about that is <laughs> I got people writing in here saying the Riders are two and zero. What do you think their problems are? I'm like nothing. <laughs> Winnipeg's two and zero. What do you think their problems are? Nothing. But they all want to be in Saskatchewan in November, and I would be remiss. That's, uh, I don't know if you remember, that's where I met you, was in the press box at Sask Place. I think it was called Sask Place at the time. It's changed names so many mm-hmm. times, as you know. But what do you remember about your time there in the Bridge City? In A wonderful town, yeah. Yes, I, I loved all of Saskatchewan. Um, Regina, Yorkton, Prince Albert, Saskatoon. It was all great. I mostly... I mean, Saskatoon was my, I would say, like, my first really big sports job where I was on the air consistently working for, you know, CTV, a big company. So that was that was really cool. I mostly remember just all the friends that I made because I made friends everywhere and very easily because everybody is so open there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I have nothing but great memories. I I bawled so hard when I got the job in Edmonton because that meant I had to leave Saskatoon. And I was really, really, really enjoying it. To go to it. your hometown. You were yes, there. I know. It's crazy because, you know, jobs don't open up yeah. ever, right? Not back then, not even now. But So when the job came up in Edmonton, obviously I was going to take it. But I was, I was really enjoying my time in Saskatoon. It was really hard to leave. Well, you know what I think about your time in Saskatoon? The, the voice that keeps echoing in my head is Kevin Waugh. Kevin Waugh. And it's Natasha Stanishevsky. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to mention Kevin when I'm talking about the friends because we had such a great time too, right? Just the two of us in that little office working away, covering the Blades and the Riders and the Raiders and whatever else. And I I really enjoyed working with Kevin. I learned a lot from Kevin. This was the longtime CFQC sports director in Saskatoon, CTV Saskatoon. Now... A member of Parliament who was before uh, all the media last year with the single game betting. What did you think when yes. you saw him going to Ottawa? You must have been excited I for I think him. he wanted that for a really long time, so I, I was happy for him. Good. Yeah. Good to hear. Well, Natasha, I'm going to let you get ready to golf. We're very happy for you. I, again, I think this is a perfect fit. I was hoping to see you here today. Thanks for the time. And hit him straight, as they say. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope I, I hope I do. I hope I hit him straight. Fingers <laughs> right. crossed for that today. Natasha Thanks, Staniszewski of Stamps and Flames TV. We'll be right back to Bears Paw Golf Club after this timeout in the Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic. You are watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're looking live at Bears Paw Golf Club here just outside beautiful Calgary, Alberta. It's the Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic, and this is a tremendous surprise for me. I tell you what, je ne sais quoi. (laughs) I didn't see his name on the list. Alex Goche, the GOAT, is here. And for those that don't know, let's bring him on in here. You say it, Maria Quebec? 
Yeah, Maria. Maria, Quebec, yeah. Uh, played in the Canadian Football League with the Ottawa Renegades from 02 to 05. Stampeders, 06. Winnipeg Blue Bombers, 07, 08. Hamilton Tiger Cats, 09, 10. One fateful year with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2011. <laughs> yeah, and an East Division All-Star in 2007. If you can pull the mic in a little more, Goat, if you don't mind. You're out here. Is it oil and gas? Yeah, well, I do oil and gas exploration, so uh, seismic drilling. As well. Yeah, so you've been out here pretty much since you retired from the CFL, have you not? Yeah, but even before. So I moved to Calgary when I was playing for the Stamps, so five or six. And uh, after that, I decided to make Calgary my home because I was working here during the offseason. So where I was going to play, I was coming back during the offseason. So uh, just kept going. I would look at Laval uh, Rouge or grad too. I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Listen, I, if you don't mind, folks, forgive me because I just want to ask him my Rough Rider questions. Have you stayed in touch? I would assume you have with Dan Goodspeed, your yep. bookend offensive tackle. Yep. He's in my face all the time about his lightning. <laughs> Did you know him to be a hockey fan? Now he's no, the biggest lightning well, fan. It's, it's easy to be a hockey fan when your team win, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, I stay in touch with him. He's one of my good friends that I made in the league. And, uh, you know, once every few months, we're going to chat, call or text or something. But uh, it's glad to see that he's going do, doing good down there. He's, well, for them and for him, is doing great. You knew yeah. that he would always do great. But the 2011 Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, the reason I bring that up, what a year. Greg Marshall's first and only season as head coach. They start one and seven. They fire him, and they bring in Ken Miller. Um, what was it like from your perspective? Well, you know what? It wasn't what I was expecting because when, uh, but when I signed there, you know, the two previous year they were went to the Grey Cup, was the favorite, uh, and it didn't work work out. And they were really trying to make make it work for that 2011 season, and it didn't go that way. Uh, so I was. Going there, super excited about like the potential of winning, and I guess it didn't start good. And uh, the fans of Saskatchewan are the great fan when you, the greatest fan when you win, but when you don't win, it's ugly. That was that was pretty brutal. So uh, now, overall, it was a good experience, but not the way. I mean, we didn't play; it didn't go the way we we should have. Did. Well, you know, it's funny. I'll, another story about GOAT. Yeah, for whatever reason, the, the team put you and I side by side on the plane all the time. So yeah. I told you that I was writing a book about Hall of Famers, and I was going to write a different chapter for each Hall of Famer. A for Damon Allen, B for Wally Buono, C for whomever. And you spent the whole flight coming up with numbers. You're like, W, I got it, Westwood. <laughs> I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, no, Goat. Well, in my in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of, with your two years in Winnipeg, I had it. What was it, 07, 08? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. so you never got to play in the new stadium, but you must watch games there and go, well, I kind of helped build that place as Bomber alum, and what's happened there? Wow. Yeah. As a franchise. I know. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean. Just everything. Yeah, got everything. Well, I, mean, I mean, the championships too. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they'll do, do, they'll do good again this year. So, I don't know. Sometime, like, you enter, like, a, a good era for your team. And I think Winnipeg is in, in a good era. Like, you know, you got the new stadium, new coach. You got good player. They're doing good year after year. Are going to do a three-peat? Who knows? But. Uh, They're yeah. looking like they could. As yeah. a matter of fact. Who do you identify yourself as? Are you a former bomber? Like, who do you follow the most? Which team? You know what? It's funny. Often people ask me about that. And 
you know, I was always signing the shortest contract, like two years and well, one and, and an option because I was trying to, I took the opportunity with me and my family to travel across Canada and really make friends in different city. And, and I wasn't attached to stay at one place. And, you know, what's best than going for two years somewhere and you stay there for two seasons. So you actually, it's not like making, oh, I'll go do a trip in Vancouver and I'll make some friends. But you actually <laughs> go and, and, and know people, meet good people. Uh, so I don't identify as one team. I mean, now I live in Calgary. So for sure, I'll, I'll uh, cheer for the Stamps uh, because it's a local team. But when I stopped playing, I was more cheering for my friends that were still playing. So if for whatever reason that was, you know, Saskatchewan against uh, Hamilton, which I played both team, but I was, you know, I wanted the guys that I knew to play good. To do but well, now, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But now there's not that many left. <laughs> so <laughs> We're uh, getting up there in yeah, years. So yeah, so now I just go and have fun. And, you know, I like watching the left tackle, uh, just the, the game in general. Well, similarly, that's people joke why I cheer for so many different NHL teams, and it's more for my friends players and coaches than anything but the reason i ask you about the bombers is their president wade miller i give him the credit because i believe it starts at the top and you would have played with him did you ever think when you're playing with him that this guy's gonna end up leading the bombers to the promised land well you know what i never uh i I never put any thoughts too much into it but yes i mean he had the potential like uh but he did fantastic and and we're talking about winnipeg when you say like where did i like better play or, or something but my daughter born when i was in winnipeg uh, we went to the cup in 07 didn't win but anyway so that was like 07 i would say was my favorite season and in, in uh, and was named all-star as well uh mm-hmm. At that that year, so for sure, I got great memory from uh, from Winnipeg, and and my my daughter cheers for Winnipeg, like you know, because she was born that, there. Yeah, she's born there, so that's her team. Similar to your good friend Mike Abu Meshrik, whom yeah. I just heard from this morning, and we're gonna get you guys spent some time together here. Yeah, you? no, yeah. he's one of the one that I see the most often. Like good speed, I talk to him quite obvious, uh, quite often. But uh, Mike, you know, being in Calgary, so I, I see him more often. But I haven't seen him actually in a while, so uh, we're due to catch up. We will be seeing him soon. Now I just got to ask you this the Stampeders 2-0 Winnipeg 2-0 Saskatchewan 2-0 who's the best team do you think in this West Division right now you know what uh to be honest I've been watching the two Stamps game uh well I haven't really watched all the games um hard to say in the beginning of the season it, it, you know you know better than me like it's not how you start it's how you finish so that that doesn't mean anything uh and you know you look at the Stamps the play the way they played you know they came back at the end like that was not the you know you not ideal yeah exactly <laughs> well, you don't think you know uh, you look at halftime you're like, are they gonna win <laughs> so but they are 2-0 so um yeah no it's too too early to say i don't want to it is it is it yeah. is well it's just a fun question to ask but the stamps against montreal here were down 10 at halftime mm-hmm. in hamilton they were down 24 to 3 at halftime yeah. at some point that's gonna bite them I would think. Well, either or. Uh, It's either you build your confidence that you can come back. Like, that's like, it's all about confidence. Like, you're in the zone, you know you can't beat, even if you're beyond, because the game's all not, they're not always going to go like you want, and you will be beyond, even if you're the best team. So, knowing how to overcome those, you know, deficits. It brings a team together, yeah. No, exactly. And it builds confidence because, like, if you do good all year and actually you arrive at the end and now you're struggling and it's out of your comfort zone, like, you know, oh, wow, like, what's happening? 
but they've seen those. But you don't want to take an habit of doing that all the time. <laughs> no. because, yes, I mean, at some time you can't come back. Well, the one thing, there's a guy roaming around here. You might have heard of him. His name is Bo Levi Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And every time people I, I we get Jeff Reinbold was on our show Friday, and he said the injuries are catching up to Bo. He's showing his age. And I just feel like he goes out and... Jams it down people's throat. I think uh, he likes to hear that. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's playing awesome. Like, you know, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Nobody's perfect. Like, you know, you'll have, you'll, you'll have some, you know, great pass. You'll have a bad pass, whatever. Nobody's 100%. And it uh, seems like people like to focus on Bo's bad one, you know, for whatever reason. But he's playing great. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. MVP form early yeah. on. Yeah. Goat, we'll let you go. Get ready to... Uh, to knock it around this golf course. Oh, yeah. Good, nice surprise seeing you. Didn't know you were going to be here, man. Thanks for the time. Cheers. All right. The great Goodbye. Alex Goche. We got Taco Time viewer takeover coming for our final segment next. You're watching the RP Show live from Bearers Paw Golf Club in Calgary on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One final time, we're live from Bears Paw, Bears Paw Golf Club and the Ro- Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic. doesn't exactly roll off your tongue. I've said it enough today. Well, we're very excited to welcome in here Catriona LeMaydone. I got it right, finally. I remembered from the last time. Pretty much. Catriona? Is that not right? Catriona. Catriona. <laughs> there, you got <laughs> it. I, it right. I wanted to, to get you in here because Natasha Staniszewski was in that chair 20 minutes ago, and she's like, I'm the only girl in this thing today. I said, no, Catriona <laughs> is the other, but you, golf isn't <laughs> really your thing. Well, it used to be, so I actually, I, do you remember Gretzky's tournament way back? Um, no, you'll have part, to remind me. It was me. part of the nationwide tour. We were up in Collingwood, so I actually won that tournament. I won a Mustang. I won a car. So you're just so, one of those natural no, athletes. I had really worked. That was an intense tournament. I had really worked at it. Now life's too busy, so I just yeah. hit my first six balls of the year. They How'd were they per- go? They were perfect, but I just got rid of six perfect hits. <laughs> yeah, you wasted them. Yeah, yeah. I, they're gone. So my poor team... I get the sense that this tournament, from what I've seen, is not as intense as the Wayne Gretzky tournament in Collingwood. This seems pretty no. that one, informal. Uh, I sure hope so. That's yeah. the only reason I agreed to come. Yeah. What was the Gretzky one like? Now you got me. Well, no, it was curious. so. It was you were actually paired with a a full two uh, pro pro golfer. Yeah. So it was their actual tournament. But then once they were out, they. Their score didn't affect you, but it was intense. We were live on Golf Channel for the final. Oh, I'll never forget it. I'm still in therapy, so it was intense. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. How it long was, ago was that? Uh, about 14, 13 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, with this, I got to think when this charity called you up and said, yeah. would you be involved? You're like, I'm in, especially with your yeah. job. Yeah, well, exactly. Everything for me is about sport. It's about community. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a great cause. And, you know, you you help everybody out when you can. So it was one of those days that I could actually move things around and make it happen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to be a part of it. You know, the last time that we saw you, you were Mm -hmm. on our program and the Olympics had just wrapped up. Mm -hmm. And I would have thought that you got a woosah just a moment (laughs) after that. But it doesn't sound like you have. 
No, because uh, those of us who volunteered for the Olympics, we come back to real work. So that was my holiday. Um, so no, it's been intense because with Sport Calgary, we report to the city. So we've had all our civic reporting. We're trying to raise some money for sport. We actually just finished our free weekend of Come Try It Sport, where we connect with sport groups and thousands of kids around the city try different sports. So it's been great, It's been, in, but it's been intense. So that's the work side. Uh, lots of board meetings. I was at uh, PEI last week, Montreal and Quebec City. Took what? me f- for board meetings. 14 yeah. hours to get to PEI. That's how much fun air travel is right now. Did you go through Toronto? I went through Montreal. And uh, it was, yeah, it was a disaster, but every flight was a disaster. So anyway, no, it's been good. And kids are just finishing exams and just finishing up sports and just real life. Well, as chef de mission for the Beijing Games, you weren't for the Paralympics as well, though. No, yeah. no. Uh, Josh Duick, who's a Paralympian, was the, the chef okay. for the Paralympics. Yeah. Well, I was telling you before we went to air here that I drove to Orlando for the express reason of having a direct flight to Calgary and to Smart. avoid Toronto. Because t- going Smart. back there, the last time we left, I walked by this one gate and the lady was on the mic to the people and she's like, We're, we can't get you to London today or tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. <laughs> And they didn't, yeah. really, they didn't really seem to care, the Air Canada people, right? Well, I, it's just what are you airline, do? it's airlines and airports, and nobody can keep up, and it's, it's a little bit nuts, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Well, yeah. you said you're going to Hawaii, if you don't know what I'm saying. Well, you're a pretty open person for a holiday, yeah. Yeah. and you're taking your kids. Yeah. What do you think Hawaii in the summer is like? I have no idea. Have you checked the weather? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> it's not I, here, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, we all just, it's been a long, it's been, there have been some great things this year. There have been some really tough things. So I think for the, my kids and I, it's just a, it's just a 10-day escape. Good for um, you. Yep. Just sort of check out and do anything and do nothing. Mm-hmm, good for you. Well, let me just ask you before I let you go and get along your thing here. How... I wouldn't say have they got over the Flames playoff loss, because from what I hear is they're not over it. (laughs) What was the city like after they lost to the Oilers in five? Well, you know what? I think it's tough to say. You know, there's that great rivalry, and a rivalry is always fun. Um, I think everybody was so excited about how the Flames were playing uh, leading in. But, of course, it's disappointing. But... You know, everybody then had to cheer for Canadian team. Well, that's how yeah. I felt. So maybe not everybody in this city thought the same way. But, um, you know, I think it's great. It's exciting for next year. We needed that for the city. We needed yeah, that for the economy. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, we'd always want to go farther. I mean, that's like saying, do you want to be eighth or do you want to be first? Well, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying they were eighth, but whatever they were. Um, so, no, it, w- it was great. But, uh, you know next uh look at the next school for next year well losing's bad enough and the reason i bring it up is but losing to them is different right so that's why i wanted because i wasn't here we were gone yeah. and now we're back and i'm like oh boy i feel bad for them and, and i was watching it on tv obviously i i mean we i was in, at a game mm-hmm. uh my kids went to the red lot i think once which was super fun that for amazing, them yeah, yeah I, they said it was great um but you know i think to even play against McDavid to play against a person like that who just I mean it's amazing and I think you know I I don't care who you are what team you play for to watch greatness is always exciting he's great um well and by the way do you have an NHL team that you identify with as your one team that you pull for more than any other 
Well, I'll have to say Calgary because right. I live here, but I mean, Saskatchewan doesn't have a team. Right. So you're pretty <laughs> so, much a free agent to pick whoever you want, which so is what just, I always like about that. Let's just talk riders. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, you didn't ask? I meant, oh, coy- okay. I meant coyotes. <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for you to well, say coyotes. When, when Shane was playing, obviously we were, you know, uh, that's my kids' dad's first cousin. So obviously we're, we're Shane fans, and Shane was at the games. And, I mean, he's just such a classy guy. Yeah. Oh. Um, the so best. he loves we're you. Shane fans. Yeah. The way he talked about you, I thought you were like brother and sister. Yeah. I thought you two were blood relatives. The way he yeah. talks about you. No, but it's but funny what you say about Saskatchewan in the NHL when they had the Heritage Classic game at Mosaic Stadium. Yeah, I had occasion to have Gary Bettman and we chatted about it, and I said, mm-hmm. you know, thanks for coming here because for a hundred years we had to go to you guys to yeah. watch a game, but you came here mm-hmm. and it was so nice and they sold it out and it was yeah. a hell of a game. So anyways, Kat, that's what I think I'm going to call you from Perfect. now on. That works. Um, <laughs> thanks for always saying hi and yeah. uh, have a, looks like it's going to be a great day. Right? Yeah. The you sun know what? I think so. it's uh course looks like it's in great shape so we can hack, hack it up. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Dig it up. Great. Yeah. They're like, Oh, oh look at these people. Right. Oh. The Saskatchewan no, people have shown up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Enjoy Thank yourself. You. Thank thanks. you. Okay. We are going to, uh, before we roll out, I'm just going to wrap this up with a sports update. The Tampa Bay Lightning will attempt to dig out of a 2-0 hole against the Colorado Avalanche tonight in Game 3, the Stanley Cup Final. It is 8 p.m. Eastern. The Blue Jays are back on the road and will begin a three-game series with the White Sox tonight. It's an 8-10 first pitch. Righty Jose Barrios hits the mound for the Jays. Thanks to our guests on the program today, uh, Natasha Staniszewski, obviously Catriona Lemaydon, Alex Goche. We'll see you tomorrow. Noon Eastern, back at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino here on Game Plus. Television. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.